Hey, welcome back to the Noble Core podcast. We are your hosts, John the Chief and Grunt. Today we have some op- awesome topics to discuss. Uh, but first, we're going to go ahead and go to right off the drop pod with some of our uh, hashtag ask Noble Core questions. Uh, so we had an, uh, asked the question last week that said, will you be checking out the game Impact by uh, one of our friends? Uh, he's a developer. Uh, we got a, actually an answer from Mr. No Life. He said, you're uh, <laughs> my bad. I'm flubbing. Uh, it says, hashtag ask Noble Core. Yes, I will be checking out Impact. I love indie games. Uh, how about you, TJ? Will you be uh, taking a look at it? You know, I'm actually going to be playing a little bit of that tonight. So, yes, absolutely. Ooh, I still need to download it, but I'm actually really, really excited to look into it. Um, I know Tanner was telling me uh, about it uh, when we were working together before this whole, like, quarantine thing happened. So I was like, oh, man, let me know when that, like, drops. So I'm actually really, really excited to, uh, to get started and playing it. Yeah, and by the time, you know, this episode goes live Friday, which means the game will be out as of this recording. So if you guys hear this, um, it is on Steam. It is free. Go ahead and check that out. Looks really good. I'm going to have a chance to play it out a little bit tonight. I'm getting ready for something a little bit later. I'll discuss later. Um, but yeah, we're really looking forward to it, and I hope you guys check it out. Oh, man. I'm so excited. It looks really, really cool. It does look great. Um, and then Mr. No Life also asks, hashtag ask Noblecore, name something that you love about a game that you hate and something you hate about a game that you love. That is Mr. No Life, you are a bastard, sir, but I love you. Yes, yes. That is <laughs> that is one hell of a question. That actually is like a really good question. That's a good question, dude. And I remember what do you I, say, John? Oh, man, like so I, I mean, I, I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I'm gonna go ahead and go over it. I did like so many elements of L.A. Noir. It was seriously such a good game. Up until maybe I gotta replay it. Maybe I just played through it too quickly. But God, when he just um, spoiler alert, alert, but I'm sure it's fine because it's been a long time since this game's been out. Um, like he years. cheats on his wife, and it just it just feels very out of place. And then throughout the game, everyone's like calling you like a piece of shit and like a scumbag. And it's like, Oh man, like I wanted this game to be, yeah, I'm the good guy. I'm like, I'm the good cop throughout the whole game. Like it just, he was a like a right by God, man. And it was seriously such a good game up until that point to the, to me, it became unplayable. Like after that point I played, I think one more like arson mission or a couple more after that. And I just, I just couldn't do it anymore. Like I was just done. I just stopped. That's a big rip, my guy. I know, I know that. Um, huge F in the chat for LA Noir. But what about a what a game that you love? Something you hate from a game you you love? Uh, a game that I've been playing recently a lot is uh, Battlefield Five. Uh, I've noticed the damage is a bit weird. It's a so I, I love Battlefield One. Like I've been, I was playing Battlefield One like crazy. And then uh, I just, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to buy Battlefield 5. I was like, I've been really, really wanting to get it. I have a lot of friends that have it. I got it. The damage is a bit weird. Um, I've noticed that the guns, uh, when you lay down on the ground, like in Battlefield 1, you're, because uh, I, I mostly play sniper class. I love being a sniper. I love just getting those headshots and being, ha, ha, ha. Um, but I noticed <laughs> that when you lay down in Battlefield 5, if you don't have like the leg stands for like the sniper, it 
still sways around. Um, in Battlefield 1, they I think they either all of them have it, or if you lay down, it just automatically steadies. And I seriously do love that a lot. I'm not sure why all the snipers don't have that. Uh, so mm-hmm. that makes me feel like a worse sniper in the game. I've noticed that my headshots aren't quite as good. Because when I, when I, I was like, man, I'm doing so shitty. I jumped back to Battlefield 1 and I was just owning. I was doing such a good job. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, I wonder what's different. And then I noticed immediately as soon as I jumped back, I was like, oh, there's just sway automatically. I, even if I lay down, they're still swaying as opposed to if uh, in Battlefield 1 you lay down, it just stops. Like you've got clean cl- uh, crosshairs. Dude, Absolutely. Yeah, man, I know, and I know, like, I have my qualms about Battlefield Five as well, um, that I won't necessarily go into right now, but, <laughs> yeah, man, I just, I totally, uh, I get what you're saying there, and I know you really enjoy Battlefield Five. I know you're giving me, like, a, you're, you're telling me how much you're enjoying that, but I, I can definitely see some frustrations there with that. The game is just beautiful. <laughs> it is a beautiful game. It is a gorgeous-looking game. Um, well, you know, I would say I want to start off with a game that I hate, but one thing I love about it, I'm going to talk about Anthem. Um, oh. I fucking despise... It, it's unfortunate because I actually really despise that game now because of all the bullshit that has happened with it. Um, you know, just... It's just a just a really not good game. <laughs> but one thing I do really like about it is just the whole concept of it. The, the ideas behind the story. And that's what's so painful about it. You know, having this Fort Tarsus, this, this place on this other planet... Uh, that these people reside. That's kind of their safe... Um, like their safe haven. Yeah, kind of like their safe haven. And they're going out and there's all these huge mystical creatures and these other clans out in the wild um, that you have to deal with. And this like magic stuff of ancient, like almost forerunner tech at being out in there that's activating. Like it's all really cool, but the game just does not deliver on it. But... You know, I, I feel like if they were to revisit it, um, even make a movie out of it, I think they could do good because I think the premise of Anthem is spectacular. Um, so it is unfortunate. And I, you know, I, it's <laughs> uh, Anthem. Um, I really do hope for the future that game is good, but it's just not looking great. Um, I heard a lot about, um, about Anthem. I never jumped on the bandwagon, though. Not worth it. Not worth your time. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. There's enjoyment to be had in the game. I mean, the flying around like Iron Man is really fun. It's really Ooh. it's cool. Yeah, I mean, you're basically playing as Iron Man, and the flying is fun. Problem is, it just gets so repetitive so quick. And, I mean, the frame rate issues and the bugs and the story's oh. not even that good. And, oh, okay. Maybe yeah, it bogs down. But it is fun for a little while, you know, flying around the beautiful array, you know, area. It's, I mean, that's the thing. It, the biggest problem with Anthem for me was the wasted potential. But, you know, despite all that, I always look at Anthem and be like, you know, that is a fucking awesome premise. I really wish that we can make that work. Um, and then that's something, a game that I love, um, something I hate, you know, and this is actually when I want to go into, into like really deep detail in another podcast. Um, but Destiny 2 is a game that I really enjoy. I, I, enjoy it a lot i love it play you know i used to play it all the time but you know the one thing i really dislike about destiny 2 is 
kind of the feel that it gives off compared to the first destiny. I feel like the first uh, destiny is so magical. It's got that bungee magic that, you, you know, it's just fun. Um, it's lighthearted. You got that, those cool fantasy elements, but with a good sci-fi, you know, mix in there to where I feel like destiny two is so unbalanced and that it's either way too sci-fi or way too fantasy. Um, there's like the new, yeah, yeah. And like the, the, the areas there, most of them just don't hold a candle to destiny one, just the way they feel because Bungie and destiny one, they just brought such a immersive feeling to the play places you went to. Um, and that destiny two, it just doesn't feel like that. And it does feel like it's a lack, a little bit of personality there. Um, otherwise I think, you know, there's a lot of great things in destiny two, you know, there's, the the quality of life things that they've added are fantastic, but just the feeling I get overall just ne- isn't nearly as magical, isn't nearly as lighthearted and fun, and or or as dark as Destiny One was, and I feel like that's kind of it's unfortunate. I know uh, Destiny One was very very popular. I actually um back when it first started, I actually got a beta thing that uh, Xbox sends out every once in a while that you mm-hmm. can just go test the beta, and it was actually kind of cool. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of lost. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's I, the I thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, destiny one was criticized because it's main campaign wasn't all that good. Like it was very bare bones and that was because of development issues. I didn't think it was all that bad. I just thought it was really simple. But what I really appreciated about destiny one is how it didn't focus on characters as much as it focused on the world and the world building and the lore. Um, where Destiny 2, I feel like it focuses a little bit too much on other characters that I don't want it to focus on. I want to focus on, on me becoming a legend and the world shaping around my actions. And it just doesn't – it does that, but it doesn't in a very way where I don't feel like I'm as important to the story, I guess. Okay, so just like not as uh, not as much as something that you hoped. Yeah, and I don't think it's a flaw of the game necessarily. I think there's a lot of good, good improvements with Destiny 2. Just my personal taking, and I know a lot of people actually do prefer Destiny two to one. I'm just one of the odd ones out who I just I just loved Destiny one. I I adore that game, and you know, there's just some things in Destiny two that just don't work for me. And I would love to go into that really deep later. I think there's a great conversation to be had. Um, but no, no, I and despite all that, I still enjoy Destiny two a lot. I really do love a lot about that game. And I think, uh, and I think even John, I think you would like it once you you would get into it a little bit. Honestly, I'm sure I will. Um, I've heard, like I said, countless um, amazing things about Destiny. Um, I did like the gameplay when I initially tried it, but of course, like that was beta. Like I mean, I'm sure countless things have changed mm-hmm. uh, since then. I'm I'm certain of it. Um, but I did enjoy it. Uh, I also liked that. I'm gonna sound cringy. That that bot that follows you. Um, I very I felt it very similar to Guilty Spark and Cortana mixed together. Oh yeah, I mean that's basically what he is. Yeah, he's called Ghost. Um, ah, that's sick. Know, he's, a, he's a great little fellow. He's you know <laughs> he brings the heart to Destiny. He's a he, I mean he's one of the few characters where I'm like I fucking love you. Never die on me. You're my buddy. Um, a lot of lot of lore to that too. So please don't die, Ghost. That's that would be very bad. But Ooh. no, that's a great character. He's great. Yeah, I've heard like countless amazing things about Destiny. So yeah, I've been meaning to actually give that a try. Yeah, dude, you, you'll like it. And it, it definitely, the first one has that bungee magic that you feel like in Halo. It kind of feels like a more fantasy Halo game, the first one does. 
Um, but then it kind of goes into its own thing. There's good things with it. There's things I don't like, but uh, yeah, John, I really do think you would enjoy a good amount of that. Heck yeah. It sounds like it's something uh, I will try. Absolutely. Well, hey, moving on here from our hashtag Ash Noble Corps questions. Um, we got some more right off the drop pod news. Um, actually, quite a few really big ones this week. Yeah. The first one about some of it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I know this one you're really excited for this first topic is that we've seen some like new Halo Infinite Mega Block figures being leaked. <laughs> yeah, dude. Basically confirming that there's banished in Halo Infinite in a way. Yes. Like, yes, it's like, haha. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting because you look at these uh, these figures compared to the Banish in Halo Wars 2, and they're not, like, one-to-one, but, like, they share the okay. same color scheme, and it make it wouldn't make sense for it to be the Banish, you know? So some slight differences, right? Yeah, slight differences, some differences in color, but then again, they're Mega Bloks, right? So they're going to look a little bit different. Truth, truth. Um, but yeah, I mean, the main ones there, you know, we saw a Brute Warrior that looks like Banished. It's got, you know, it looks like a Halo Wars 2 Brute, just with a little bit of a different color scheme, a little bit more simple armor, which is always uh. cool. You know, we saw, I know this one, you're, you saw it, I know you're excited about that, that Spartan Gunganeer. Kind of looked like he was oh. from Halo Reach. But it oh. says Halo Infinite on the packaging, so, God, it looks good. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm excited, like especially like with the topic that we're going to have a little bit later in this episode about um, some armor stuff. Like I'm really excited about that. Dude. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm excited to get into that. And I think the, the biggest one that's a giveaway to me that kind of confirms, yeah, banished will probably in hit be in Halo infinite is the fact that the, there's uh in the Pelican set with a uh, bro hammer master chief, there's um, hunters in that, in that set and they're color coded just like the banished. Um, they look very banished and if it's covenant, the covenant's gone through a big uh, aesthetic design. I'll say that <laughs> dude. Um, seeing those hunters, like I was drooling. I was like, this is awesome. I was like, this is, this God, is amazing looking. And, um, I, I was just sitting in the passenger seat. My uh, girlfriend was driving. She stops at a red light and she saw that and she's like, Whoa, was that a hunter? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's it's a hunter. It's a Mega Bloks hunter that, um, you know, there's been a couple of things that's been that's being talked about right now. And she goes, that's a badass hunter. And I was like, yeah, it, it's really sick. Dude, it looks so cool. Yeah, man, really, I saw that. I was like, oh, I'm fucking down. Dude, as soon as I saw that and I was like, um, yeah, even if it's 50 or like 80 bucks, I'm still buying it. Yeah, the Pelican. I've always wanted a Pelican, and I know those are kind yeah. of rare, but that Pelican looks good, man. And that looks... I want a little Brohammer. Same. I, must, I, we I, must protect the Brohammer. We must protect Brohammer at all costs. Bro- he is a national treasure. Protocol 3, protect the pilot. <laughs> I don't know if... Uh, Titanfall 2. <laughs> I, got a, I got a tiny bit of that reference. Uh, didn't play much of Titanfall 2, but got a tiny bit of it. It's a good game. Worth, worth at least playing through the campaign one time. It's good. Oh, yeah. Well, this is hey, this is the one that I'm most excited for this this uh, news update, and it's basically heavy rumors of a Xbox Series X hardware showcase that is coming in May. I think it's May fifth. Um, and with that, there's an extremely likely chance that we'll finally see Halo Infinite um, gameplay and possibly Hellblade Two showing off as well. Um, I'm uh, I'm 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 ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. To- 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of because I mean, Phil Spencer himself, the guy behind Xbox, he did mention that hey, there's we're talking about a game games really soon here, um, and they're going to go along kind of with the Xbox Series X announcements and stuff, um, and with you know E3 being canceled, I know Microsoft's kind of doing their own thing with it instead. So this makes a lot of sense, and doing it a little bit early in May. Honestly, that's a good move. And yeah. having Halo Infinite come right with that news makes perfect sense. I'm uh I'm ready. I'm not one thing I'm not ready for is for uh people going to be bitching about it even oh though it might God. be like a 40 second uh, you know, thing. It's like, <laughs> dude, let us enjoy something. Like I don't pull up to your house saying, "Yeah, that pizza's good," and slap it the fuck out of your mouth. No, let me enjoy it. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the community reacts to it because we've been we've been bleed dry from an FPS Halo game for five years uh, almost at this point. So I'm really hoping reactions are good. I'm hoping we like what we see, and I think we will. I've loved everything I've heard about Infinite. Every little detail I thought was just fantastic. I will. Uh, um, I will say one thing real quick. Yes, we haven't anyway. gotten Halo Infinite. Uh, gameplay because a they're probably holding it for very good reasons uh, probably also because they need to do a lot of touch-ups which makes a lot of sense um, but also people are saying why haven't we got anything um, yeah have you realized that like all places are in a quarantine like uh, look yeah. around like seriously like this is just something that's just happening right now not, not that we have a choice we just yeah, kind of have just- to Part of the world, man. You know, people are forced to work from home. And I think despite that, uh, we wouldn't have gotten anything anyways because them holding it off till E3 or whatever the showcase is for the Xbox just it wouldn't make more sense than just releasing info out of nowhere in this situation, I feel like. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. So it's like it's something good on their part. Uh, I'm just not ready for uh, people to be like, oh, wow, finally. <laughs> I know. I, it's going to be interesting. And there's something else I really big I want to say about that whole situation, but I'm going to hold that off for about five minutes here. Ooh. Uh, it's going to be part of the the last drop pod topic. But okay, um, this next one here, and this is definitely some sad news. I know me and John are kind of a little disappointed, um, but also kind of excited. So Battlefield 5's live support ends this summer with like a new map or something, and they're one last big update. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and it sucks, you know, because they were they had this like this big plan to keep adding stuff. I know we were looking to get like the War in the Pacific and stuff, like D Day and all that fantastic oh, stuff. I still think we should have got D Day. I mean, come on. I guess there's still a chance. Um, yeah, I and mean, maybe they do add that this summer. Who knows? But I think, like overall, I know Battlefield Five has been kind of a disappointment for some people. Others, I mean, I really enjoy it, but I have my issues with it. And I know, John, you fucking love it. Uh, yes. Uh, actually, I will say the first Battlefield game that I really got into was Battlefield 1. Um, and you know how much I played that. Like, I was playing yeah. it, like, every day for, like, I think, like, two months for a good minute. Yeah, you've got some like, good hours clocked in. Could not stop playing it. It's so addicting. Um, I still think Battlefield 1 is better. But Battlefield Five is still so much fun to play. I actually really, really want to get good at sniping in that game before I uh, mm-hmm. say, okay, I want to set the controller down and go back to to BF One. But I'm kind of switching between the two. No, absolutely, man. And I think you know when you you compare Battlefield One and Battlefield Five, they are kind of similar. I think I do agree. Battlefield One, I think, is a little bit better um, for a good number of reasons. But 
you know, John, once you uh, once you play Battlefield Four and you play Battlefield Three, I think your opinions on those games will change a little bit. Uh, um, I do plan on buying Four. <laughs> four is important. I really want to play that with you. Four. I, I'm playing Battlefield Four right now. I fucking love Battlefield Four. Sounds like I'm going to buy that tonight. Dude, you should. We should play it tonight. <laughs> okay. Um, yep. <laughs> honestly, and. Well, that's the thing, because you know they're we know they're working on Battlefield Six, and I really I feel very very strong about this. They gotta go more with Battlefield Four. Um, they gotta make another either modern game or twenty one forty three, which takes place in the future. And the reason for that, I think, the reason why I don't like Battlefield One or Battlefield Five nearly as much as Battlefield Four is because the sandbox is a lot more limited. And saying that, okay. like, you know, you don't have helicopters, which really bridge the gap between infantry troops and airplanes. And it really just brings the whole experience together. Not to mention that Battlefield 3 and Battlefield 4 were a lot more vertical as well. I mean, you had cliffs that you were diving off of and huge skyscrapers and, you know, f- stuff that would flood a city. And they were just so much bigger. Yeah, and you had cool. so many more vehicles and weapons. And the customization uh, for guns which is something we'll kind of go into a little later. But the customization for guns for Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5 were honestly kind of shit. Um, I'm yeah. sorry, John. Battlefield 1, I didn't really, like, knew there was supposed to be, like, customization. Battlefield 5, like, there's a handful of things that I like, but actually a lot of them I was like, no, I don't like this skin, I don't like this skin. Okay, this kind of co- looks cool with this, but that's it. Like, I, I think it's personally a waste of time to yeah. like perfect your skin uh but like i do agree like the skin packs weren't great in battlefield 5 yeah you know personally i really i really didn't like the idea of customizing your gun through skin packs in battlefield 4 you customize your weapons like it's it's a whole thing you have your different sights you unlock your different barrels your different under barrels your different stocks um you you know, just different things that would that would fully change your weapon, and you had to unlock those by playing with those those guns. And you had this whole variety of things, ways you can customize your gun, and that was part of the experience. Um, where Battlefield One was just hardly had any customization at all, and Battlefield Five was just not very good in my opinion. Um, and I think once you play Battlefield Four for a while, I think you'll understand why. Like Battlefield Six just has got to go back to modern or futuristic, just because you're so limited with what you can work with. And I think uh, they kind of lost their touch with what they were doing with Battlefield. I really hope Six learns from the lessons of these games and they make the best Battlefield yet with Battlefield Six. Um, I will say one thing that I um that I hope is I personally I'm more of a Either it's got to be super futuristic, it's got to be either like this day and age, or maybe a little bit in the past, or it's got to be like World War One, World War Two. Like I'm super interested mm-hmm. in those. Uh, hence why I love Battlefield One and Five very much. Um, yeah, but I will say something that I seriously loved about Battlefield One was playing on the battlefield for the first time online. And looking up in the air and seeing a blimp. Like, I want something that scary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was one of the good things. And I really hope they, they actually take this for Battlefield 1. Is Battlefield 1 is very cinematic. It was very immersive. Beautiful. It so when beautiful. you had things like that going down, it was like, like this is a fucking movie. 
yeah yeah seriously like there was moments where i was just like this this feels like it's a movie like i've got i've got like a whole fire squad on the right hand side just getting gunned down i'm sitting over here in a corner with my rifle barely uh any health and i look up and i see that enemy ship going down and it's just like it's crazy and then later in the game when i was actually in the blimp i was uh shooting i was doing a terrible job because i was still fairly new at the game <laughs> and someone sniped me out of the cockpit like where i was like shooting stuff i was like what you can do that and i was like no way immediately oh, yeah. immediately i just started practicing and i remember the first time i got that headshot just like the first bullet just went flying they drove just enough forward got the headshot and i was like bro that guy must have been as mad as i was i just Dude. i thought it was so impressive i was like i love that just and then i found out you could shoot people out of planes and i was like oh, this yeah. is just this is crazy Although I will say one thing I absolutely hated about Battlefield 1 is how OP the horse guys were. <laughs> God, dude, what is with the oh, horses? God. They can just take a full minigun to the chest and walk it off. Dude, I can headshot someone off. Like, I, I should be able to headshot someone off a horse, but then they just get, like, 14 damage. And I'm like, uh, 17. I think I remember seeing 17 the most. And that yeah. just bothers me. Uh, but although... There's one thing I do like to do to them is when they're running towards you, I hurry up and place down um, trip 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 mines, and then I <laughs> run out the way, and they just run straight into it, and I'm like, ah, yes, oh yes, my kill, <laughs> get wrecked. Yeah, th- I mean, those are some great moments in Battlefield One, and I know I remember you just said something about like shooting people out of airplanes, right? Yes. So what if I told you in Battlefield Four you could be in a jet chase, a whole jet just going like like. 120 miles an hour or whatever you're just flying you go up you turn up and they are following you you pop out of your airplane oh, I've you seen shoot them video. in the head yeah and then you go through and get back in your airplane or you take over the air- airplane and just fly it away dude i mean that's shit that you could realistically do and i can see you doing that honestly oh man um, you know i'd be pulling some dumb shit like that <laughs> yeah i mean well battlefield one got is definitely super immersive Battlefield 4 is like you're living in a fucking Michael Bay movie and it's just so fucking awesome. Oh my god, I'm uh I'm going on my phone right now to buy it. <laughs> Dude, it is so good. Like I was going to you know it's funny, I was going to send you the 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 multiplayer trailer and I was all I was going to say was just hear me out a sec. Cuz I feel like <laughs> once you watch the multiplayer trailer, you're like what the fuck have I been playing? This is the shit. <laughs> oh man, that's already making me like, whoo. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to play it. Dude, it's so good. And any viewers watching this, um, yeah, if you guys get in the Battlefield, I definitely recommend Battlefield 4 the most. But don't hold off Battlefield 1 or 5. I think those are perfectly good games and they offer really unique experiences. Battlefield 5 looks fucking gorgeous, by the way. The graphics are just stupid. That's just awesome, dude. Like, it's seriously so, so cool. It is, dude. I love that. Well, hey, hey, you know, and then we're just moving on to the last topic off right off the drop pod. And this is a definitely unfortunate one. This actually just happened today and it is, or even last night, I think. And it's sad. You know, it's unfortunate. Basically, the situation is that there's been a disgruntled Naughty Dog employee who basically the situation surrounding this is that Naughty Dog, from what I understand, they've been overworking um, their workers with crunch and they've been underpaying them. And from what I understand, they promised them bonuses after the launch of the game. 
Well, the game has gone through, I think, two delays or something, and they've been constantly in crunch nonetheless. So they're working their asses off. They're not getting paid as much. And basically what has happened, from my understanding, is that an employee who has had enough just went through and just said, fuck it, and just leaked major stories of The Last of Us 2, major spoilers, including gameplay and cutscenes. Oh, my God. Yeah, like... And I know you kind of saw a little bit of this, but yeah, I mean, he leaked a lot. And it's... You know, it's bad enough because I feel horrible for everybody involved because I understand this guy, you know, he's pissed off, you know, he wants to get back at him, you know, corporate sucks, all that. At the same time, he's ruining the experience, you know, what everybody else has been working so hard to do, Um, the experience for all the fans looking forward to this game. I understand that. And I also understand that, you know, Naughty Dog might be kind of a shitty company to work for, um, and they definitely need to wake up and stop this crunch shit. And I don't think, you know, personally from my point of view, I don't think this might have been the best way to do that, although it's probably going to be pretty effective overall. Um, You know, hearing that, John, I was curious kind of what your thoughts are um, just on this whole situation altogether. Yeah, so like um, as you were just kind of explaining that, because like I said, I only knew like like bits and pieces, um, I kind of get both sides. not necessarily more like I lean more towards the corporate. I, I'd, I'd say I'm kind of like the middle guy here um, because like I understand getting screwed over and it's just like, it sucks. Like you're working hours on end and like they give you cuts and stuff like that. They keep delaying the game when they said, okay, we're going to give you a big bonus um, once the game gets, you know, dropped. So it's like that sucks for other people. Like you were saying, like someone that maybe like, that's like their favorite game. Like that's, everything like i would be furious if someone spoiled some shit on halo infinite like i'd be so pissed mm-hmm. um yeah so like you know i can understand like that maybe that's someone's favorite game and now they're like super upset because they just had a lot of stuff spoiled uh for them uh but also like you've got to realize like this dude is now gonna have a hard time trying to find another job oh this dude just burned down his fucking career dude yeah he it's just fucking it's fucking over. Yeah, he just he just basically lit it on fire. I mean, maybe there's a chance that another developer's like, hey, we kind of get the situation. We want to give you another chance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe I'm hoping that after this situation, he sees like the wrong, like, a, like the wrongdoing of what he did. But I also feel like the company needs to understand, like, look, in order to make a good game, like you should keep your employees happy. Like, you know, of course, like the happier workplace, the better the workflow, the better content is what's going to be uh coming out so i i kind of get both sides um i still think i would maybe side with the dude a little bit more but even then that's kind of gritting at the teeth of like you know like that is bullshit yeah i don't agree with what he did but i do understand and i know naughty dog is going to suffer from this it's going to be a big loss because here's the thing linking big spoilers including the end of the game by the way including the end of the game, huge spoilers. It gets worse. Um, It gets worse. So, you know what? I, here's the thing. I enjoyed the story of the first game. I thought it was masterfully crafted, but I thought the gameplay was boring and awful. I didn't like the gameplay at all, but I thought the story was really good. And what they did with the characters was really smart. 
It was brilliantly written, everything like that. Um, It was a great game overall. I didn't like the gameplay, but, you know, that's just kind of the game that they were making. Uh, I looked into the spoilers because, honestly, I was like, well, I'm not really going to buy this. Um, I was probably going to rent it on Redbox um, and just try it out, you know, give it a fair chance because, you know, that's what I like to do. I have a PS4. Why not? Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to talk about any spoilers here. So if you're looking forward to it, you've missed any spoilers, you've avoided them. I'm not going to talk about any spoilers here. But I will say what I saw and what I read, and I watched the cutscenes too that were leaked. Very disappointing stuff. That's very sad. disappointing stuff. Just if this, this might be the worst, some of the worst writing I've ever seen. It is bad. Um, and that's really disappointing because I'm seeing, I'm looking around and I'm seeing, you know, genuine Naughty Dog fans who, who've been excited for this sequel, who have been super passionate about it, that have seen these leaks and they're like, that's just awful. And I feel like it doesn't get any worse than that, in my opinion. Because that's, I mean, it's one thing to have something spoiled for you, but if it's like something like Endgame where, you know, uh, Steve Rogers picks up Mjolnir, you're looking forward to something like, hey, that's badass. And you know, no matter what, that's going to be sick. What I saw would make me, if I was a huge fan of the first game, I'd probably just cancel my pre-order right now. Wow, damn, that bad? Are you serious? Dude, honestly, here's the thing. Like, you know I enjoyed Halo 5. Yeah. Um, There's people who said, oh, it betrayed. It betrayed Halo. It betrayed kind of the story that was set. You guys haven't seen shit until you see this. Wow. This makes Halo 5 look like an Oscar movie. I feel like, because, you know, I really enjoyed the story of this first one. I really liked the characters like Joel. I like Ellie. um, Some other characters in there. And it's just so disheartening to see, you know, the direction that they took the characters, what they did with the characters, where some of them ended up. And it's just, you know, I'm just kind of, I'm like, I'm talking right now and I'm just getting kind of emotional just thinking about it. I'm like, you know, did they even know what they were doing with this game? Was this just a cash up? Did they even care? And it's just, it's just really sad to see, you know, a game with, from such a notable um, developer with such a huge fan base, just seeing the whole thing leak and then seeing, you know, even worse, the fans are like, this is awful. This is the worst thing I've seen. You know, it really is heartbreaking. And, you know, I mentioned earlier about Halo Infinite. You know, we don't know anything about it right now. Yeah. I just want to say how thankful I am that 3 for 3 has kept us really close to the chest, um, that we don't know anything. You know, we don't have any major spoilers. I want to say I'm very thankful for that. And, even though sometimes it might be frustrating that, hey, we don't have any Halo info, you know, I will take that over having the huge spoilers leaked out online any day. So, yeah, yeah man, I mean, if, if you're a PlayStation fan, if you're if you're somebody watching this who was looking forward to The Last of Us, and hey, maybe you, you, you read it or maybe you play the game and you love it. You know, it's all subjective. Good for you. But I do want to say, you know, that sucks, and I'm sorry you guys are going through that. And I do hope the wi- I do wish the best for Naughty Dog. I hope they are uh, able to recover from this, learn from their lessons, and move on stronger than ever. I also, um, I also do understand making a grave mistake. So mm-hmm. even though uh, the gentleman did do a huge, purposeful fuck up, mm-hmm. I do hope that he is able to recover from this eventually 
Um, mm-hmm. I hope that, you know, his talents will eventually take him somewhere great where maybe somewhere he, he would be well-deserved. Cause I mean, of course, um, we don't know what's going on between there. Like we right. obviously don't work for them. We obviously can't see what's happening. Yeah. Like, who knows? Maybe it was like seriously a lot worse. And he's like, you know what? Like I'm going to quit anyways. I'm going to do this too. Uh, still yeah. like personally don't believe that that was the right thing to do. Um, but I'd, I'd like to see both parties kind of come out of this okay. Yeah, man. It's definitely – it's an unfortunate situation no matter what side you're on. It just sucks all the way around. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's The Last of Us Part Two, And you know what? Maybe I will give it a chance on Redbox, maybe see some of this stuff more in action with more context of the game because, you know, I don't want to believe what I saw was real, but it's clear as day. And maybe, hey, you know what? Maybe there's a chance that these are reshoots and they changed stuff. I don't know. But, you know, that's just what I saw. That was my reaction. Um, And that's just definitely some bad news that happened just today um, as of Monday the 27th. So, you know, with that being said and done, John, let's move on to some more uh, uh, fun topics that we've been excited to talk about. It's just a prank, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine if that was actually a huge prank by the studio. Imagine how like fucking awesome but god awful that would be. Dude, I would I would just holy shit, bro. I'd be like, oh my god, you guys are just crazy balls, dude. <laughs> you guys need a fucking uh truckload to carry those sized balls. It's gotta do the the South Park thing where you gotta bounce on them to get to like different places. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really though. God, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. Alright, dude. I'm really excited about the next uh next topic. So, yeah, hey, you so yeah, I know John, we were talking about this a little bit earlier today, but we, we you know, we kind of kind of landed on this topic on what Halo Infinite could be just cuz you know we're theorizing, we're just doing what Halo fans do and that's just talk about Halo. Yeah, we're we like uh, up, yeah. two boys on the schoolyard like getting ready for their next game, you know, we're just like, "Ooh, we're ready. We can't wait for it to come out." That's literally us. <laughs> and seeing that hey, we might be get, seeing gameplay next fucking tuesday next fucking tuesday uh holy shit sorry i just realized that was next fuck that's next week uh holy shit okay um so now that it could be next week um yeah we were just getting really excited and we kind of came up with the idea of you know what if halo infinite is a life service game um and for those who don't know, like a live service game is kind of more around the lines of like Destiny stuff, some kind of open world stuff, some hub worlds kind of stuff. And we were just kind of theorizing. And John, you know, you had some really good ideas that I really liked that you brought up. Yeah, like because you and I were just like coming up with ideas and you're just like, wait, 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 go back on that. Go back on that. I want to hear about that. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, so it kind of like um, if it was to be something like a life service uh, thing, imagine how interesting that would be where you can – run around a UNSC ship, like a pillar of autumn or like um, infinity. Yeah. Like infinity. Like you can just run around and take a look at all sorts of like different things. Like, I actually think that'd be really cool to, because then that would actually give us more infrastructure on what the ships would look like. And kind of like, maybe yeah. like you could show us like how things would operate or um, even if they don't use it directly for the campaign. I, I mean, I'd love to see that even for like the online, maybe like you can run and go like, to like the armory and that's where you'd go customize your armor and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I think it would be really cool. Like if you were on the UNSC infinity, cause 
you know, Halo 4 and Halo 5, you have your war games. That's your online stuff. And those take place on the Infinity through simulations. So, like, how cool would it be if, you know, instead of going to, like, a regular menu, like, you just go into multiplayer, it launches you into the Infinity. And basically, I mean, you could go, like, straight into games if you want to, like, regular. Um, but, like, you could go into the Infinity and, like, you can see other Spartans walking around with their armor on, with or without their helmet. Um, you know, for extra customization, you see what around, you know, you can go like, uh, you could go to like the weapon station. That's where you create your classes. It's where you customize your weapons, um, and your armor and stuff. And, you know, you can go around and find like lore items. You can see like, Hey, if Halo Infinite's the UNSC's like UNSC infinities in the campaign and like suffers damage, you can go see like the damage in the campaign, uh, or in the infinity Imagine um, like the shielding, and you can see like the like outer space region. And you just see the broken ship like falling in the background. That'd be so cool. Or you go to the windows or something. You can look out the windows and see the the broken Halo ring from the trailer or something. Oh, that would be sick. You could get like like you can have like an AI there, like have Roland there. He can give you some lore on stuff, some catch up on the story. Oh my gosh, dude, you're making me freak out. Dude, <laughs> you like go to talk to Sarah Palmer or something, you know, she's standing there and she sets up the war games. So you go to here, they'll go there. You can set up like different, um, you know, you can set up like different game types that you want to do, or you can just, instead of going to the infinity, you could always go like your regular, Hey, I just want to jump into this game, but it would give you that option, that extra immersion to jump in there, see fellow Spartans, you know, run into each other as friends and everything. That that is like the coolest idea. Yeah, I think you know, I was thinking about that and I know you jumped on that, like, what if we were on a ship or something? And that really got me thinking. And then like obviously like I guess maybe live service isn't the best term to use in that in that way, but uh you know, you know what I mean. Like just something like social with your friends that you can go into and you can like you know, do other things, or you can physically like have your Spartan go into like the customization, and when you're customizing armor, that you see him remove the pieces and put them back on, um, stuff like that. Just super something super like super immersive. I think that would be, be cool. really cool. Is like, uh, and this actually kind of leads into uh, the second topic. Whenever you're ready, uh, oh yeah, right now, let's go, let's do it, let's go it. <laughs> um, <laughs> like imagine like um, like if you like do a certain amount of like games it then lock unlocks like a second part of like the customization so think of like reaches customization but then like have a second part to it where it has damaged armor pieces and like you got like one where like the shoulder pads got like plasma damage in it and you could see like the red and like purple like glowing and like the certain like platings like where you kind of get that red underglow because that's like something that was like on fire because like the damage and like you oh, can yeah. slowly unlock those like armor pieces so you can make your Spartan look like kind of scuffed up in like certain areas kind of like um Master Chief like the beginning of Halo 3 where he's got like this giant like piece like dented on his chest plate you could like eventually get stuff like that and have that arm on your armor. Yeah, that would be really cool. So, like, you unlock armor variants, and then within those armor variants, you can, like, choose to have it pristine, clean, or how much damage you want up to, like, totally fucked up. Yeah, kind of um, like a, what Halo 5 did. Yeah, kind of like, even, like, Doom 2016 multiplayer, I know kind of did that, too. Did, like, a damage system. So, like, if you wanted to look like you've been through hell, you can make your guy have, like, all scratched up, your armor's all dented, 
Or you can have your guy look like super clean or like a little bit in between. Something like that. That'd be really cool. Oh, hell yeah. Or like imagine it's kind of like Doom where when you shoot demons like skin and stuff like that gets like torn off and you start seeing its guts. Imagine like breaking off like shoulder pads. Like you still have like that piece, but like a big chunk's been like broken off because someone meleeed you. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, you know, that kind of goes into something else as well. I was thinking about like that kind of adds on to there. Like what if like in multiplayer or even the campaign and stuff, like when you're shooting uh, like your enemy, you're shooting another Spartan, uh, the bullets actually interact with the armor. So if you're shooting them in an armored piece, it doesn't do as much, dumb, as much damage as it would say in the black part of the armor, like around the neck or the torso. That would um, be interesting. And on top of that, like if you shoot somebody with a shotgun, it'll like blow off their armor bits, like blow off their armor, like their their arm pieces and stuff, and like expose their body more, and then you can go in for the killing blow. So like the the shielding would protect it, but as soon as the shielding's been broken down, that's when it starts like doing more damage. That would be really cool. Yeah, or you can, you know, or you'd have to shoot for the black pieces to do like crucial damage. Otherwise, it's it's absorbing a lot of the damage. You, you break down the overshield, and they have that regular armor that you'd have to break through. Um, or you can shoot for the smaller black caps and get crucial like damage on there. I think that'd be really cool. That's a very interesting take. I bet damage would be like super weird. They'd have to like really tweak with that. Oh yeah, I think, and it would be really complicated, and that's why we're just kind of throwing shit out there. But uh, that's so cool, though. That like, would be cool. Really like, cool. can you imagine, imagine just shooting your shotgun, and seeing like armored pieces fly off? Oh, you just imagine, um, kind of like the uh, Hunt the Truth trailer, where you've got that bullet going through the Master Chief helmet, and, like the like the visor like cracks. Like, imagine yeah. getting a headshot, and you get that like crack through the visor if you were to walk up to the body. Yeah, that would be I mean, that would be awesome cuz I know like in Halo 4, you know, they 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 made it so the Promethean guns if you shot somebody in the foot with a binary rifle, it would it, it would uh the spread would start there from their disintegration. What if they imported that like you shoot somebody head with a sniper rifle, the bullet where you hit on their head, you'll actually see the bullet hole in the helmet and crack the visor come out the other side. Um or in like the chest area, you'll see the bullet holes when you shoot them. That would be like really advanced shit. That would be insane. And honestly, like with the new Slipspace engine and of course like the new console, I probably wouldn't put it past it. Dude, honestly, I mean, hey, with this new generation, anything is possible. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised. Like, hey, if we saw that, dude, I would be fucking stoked. I I would be appalled. I'd be blinded. <laughs> I'd be like I'd be like, this is it. Like this is peak. <laughs> Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It would totally change, you know, how Halo plays, but in a different dynamic. It's a little, like, it doesn't have anything to do with your movement or your gameplay, but just the way the damage works is a little bit different. And I think that would be really refreshing overall. That'd be very, very cool. Like, imagine, like, getting neck shots. And then, like, yeah, and then on top of that, you know, you, that could just be the realism mode. And then you can also have your classic Slayer, which doesn't input all of that, but you can still see, like, bullet holes and stuff but it just doesn't blow off armor or anything like you could do that too and make it you know best of both worlds or maybe you could just make it where it does blow off armor but it doesn't like change the damage ratio just like just yeah. purely cosmetic yeah that would be cool too you know i'd be totally down with that yeah i'd be super down with that that's actually a really great idea sounds like we gotta mail that in for if uh they do uh halo uh halo generations i don't know <laughs> Halo Generations, Halo 7. <laughs> Halo 7. 
Halo, Halo Haven, <laughs> Halo Haven. You know, and I, I, you know, I wouldn't build past them either. I do think that is something that is possible with this new engine. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything That'd- about the new engine. I'm just saying it's next gen shit. I can, I can speculate. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can. Um, <laughs> let me dream. Damn it. <laughs> let me dream. Damn it. <laughs> that's that's what I'm hitting. And dude, dude like imagine true. like the weapons and vehicles. Um, that we could see returning in Infinite Two. Oh my God! Don't even get me started, dude. No, I, I want to get you that started. I was, uh, oh, okay, we're gonna both we're both gonna get, uh, turn into hype beasts right here. This is like, uh, yeah, here we go, bad. dude. I mean, that's what we're about. Like, just imagine, like, <laughs> like imagine we got like every gun from every Halo game before it. Dude, God, I hope so. Plus please, new weapons. Please, please bring back just everything, everything. Even Halo some, Two like, BR new, riot. new stuff. Uh, yes, just um, Halo Two BR is the only BR in my opinion, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I mean, honestly, and I wouldn't be mad if they brought back the Halo Five one, but just give us the Halo Two one too. Yeah, I mean, Halo Halo Two one is is the baby. It's the Chad of the BR. Okay, it's the Chad. Yes, yeah, simply the Chad. It is. It is my. I think either my. I think it's got to be my all time favorite weapon. I think it's got to well, be, dude. Man, it's such a good weapon. I would love. Um, man, I would love just to see that come back. And I would love even, you know, with weapon customization and stuff, you can, you know, you unlock the battle rifle or something for multiplayer or whatever. Um, but then you can unlock different versions of it. So you could get the Halo 5 one, the Halo 4 one, Halo 2, have like different designs of it and they do different damages. Um, and you like customize like the sights on them and stuff like that. That'd be the barrel really ends cool. like it's battlefield or something crazy. God, I want to see the brute shot come back so bad, bro. The brute shot. Okay, so funny story. I, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. Funny story about the brute no, shot. No, tell me. So, um, over the weekend, um, my dad got into the Halo Two, um, flight on PC. Oh yeah, I saw that on your Twitter. Yeah, so this is the first time he's ever actually been able to play Halo Two with me. Um, so we played it on um, PC. We played multiplayer and stuff, and that was a lot of fun. But then I was like, okay, uh, you know, this ends tomorrow. I, you need to play some campaign. You got to see how beautiful this game is. So he's playing Halo 2, um, and it was on a level that I was already playing, so he just kind of continued from where I'm at. And it was on a, a high charity. Uh, I think it was on the Gravemind mission, so okay. no flood in there. But um, he picks up the, uh, <laughs> the Brute Shot, and he fucking loves this thing. He doesn't change the weapon at all because I have infinite ammo on there just because I was fucking <laughs> around. So he just goes through to... To every single enemy, just bah, bah, bah. <laughs> fucking my god, dad, dude! dude. I, I was watching it. I was like, dude, the brute shot is fucking sick. Like, oh. how have I never noticed? Like, how badass this gun is, and it sounds so good in the anniversary. Oh, dude, and especially when you um, I love that the handle has a crank to it. So, like, when you twist it, you're able to twist the the little inner spool. And what that does is it goes from like a sideways bash to where you like almost punch forward with it. So you actually do more damage with that blade. Like that's, that's just cool. insane. It's, yeah, dude, it's I love the, the fucking weapon. blade, dude. Just imagine like doing an assassination with that thing and just sticking into somebody's fucking neck and just. Oh, just imagine like kicking someone down and then slicing their throat with it. My God, dude. I mean, you can get so oh. violent with that thing, dude. You could shove that into their stomach and just rip it up through the top of their face. Can we please get some cool melee, um, like, kills, like, assassinations with the needler where you, like, break off the needles into, like, the, the like, face shield? 
Like, how cool would that be? Like, you flip the needler over, you stab it into their face with all the needles, you kick them away, but as you kick them away, you break the needles off so they combust in midair and, like, oh. rip off their face. Oh, my gosh, dude. That would be insane. Dude, I would love that, and I would love that ability. Hey, uh, you know what? How do you even appreciate doing assassinations in first person? I've always thought that would be a cool idea. First oh, person assassinations. That would be so that violent, be- dude. I would love it. Yeah, I would I would love that too. I honestly like oh man, just imagine like walking up and like let's say you have the energy sword and you grab someone like by like the throat slash helmet and you just look down and you see the um and you kind of look over their like shoulder and you just see the sto- uh the sword go through their back, sticking through the front. Like you emule them, dude. Dude, I would love <laughs> that. And like, dude, you know, cause like, I know people don't really like classes in Halo, but I do think the idea of being able to customize your weapons, and then when you just pick it up on the field, it would just go to your customized version of that weapon. Dude, I would love it, like, the ability to, like, add bayonets on there, because they have them in Halo 5, so why not? Like, just being able just to stab that through somebody's throat and pull it out as a quick melee. Actually, you know what? Speaking of melee, I would love to see more melee weapons. Hey, can we get the katana, please? I was just about to say that. I like, can't believe you took my line. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir, but you know what? The Hibusa is amazing, and the fact that we never got to use the katana in Halo Three, um, just like the same as an energy sword, is kind of a sin, and I will never forgive Bungie for that. And then, can I have a? Uh, can I use the honor guard um, staffs? I would love to use those. Dude, for the staffs would be sick, dude. Or even like the legendary, um, the legendary edition. Or, like, you know, like, the heroic, the swords that you see in Heroic with the shield and shit? I would love, like, those little swords or knives or whatever just to fucking... They almost look like machetes. Yeah, those things are awesome. I mean, why not? You know, Fred uses knives. He's a knife specialist. I would love to see him, like, use knives and have that into the multiplayer as well. Dude, like, so many, like, melee weapons could be, like, totally created. Dude, that would be awesome. And just, like, imagine the vehicles, too. Like, what you could do with vehicles when you get in them. Like, you know, having the Scorpion take where you can have it, either have it so somebody can hop in with a turret gun or you upgrade it so you can have the chain gun next to the big barrel in the Scorpion. So you can be shooting machine gun bullets and rockets at the same time. That would be the most OP thing ever. Also, like, one thing I love they did in ODST, I'm not sure if they did this in 5, but, like, the fact that you can sit on the side of the tank, like, where the wheels are, like, oh, the yeah. treads, and you can just, like, sit there. Like, imagine you and your, like, your homies, like, and, like, another, like, like two dudes that just, like, show up, and you're just pulling up through this, like, this enemy base, and you're just going to take everything out. Man, I would love that. And, like, maybe there's a rocket launcher on the back that you could, like, an infantry units can pick up from the back. Like, a couple large-scale weapons, like grenade launchers or rocket launchers that are on it so you can do like vehicle damage that would be really cool dude uh, that would make me freak out like like vehicle upgrades like the more you play with the vehicle the more you get kills with the vehicle you can upgrade it but it's not like a class thing so when you just hop into a standard tank the tank instantly transforms just like blips into your version of that tank so you can have like skins on the tank or skins on the scorpion skins on the warthog so kind of like just like battlefield yeah exactly like battlefield yeah, just like Battlefield. <laughs> I forgot you I, could do that in Battlefield. Yeah. Dude, we're, we're definitely playing Battlefield. <laughs> shit. I might be on a Battlefield high, guys. I didn't even realize that that's basically Battlefield. 
Okay, I'm just saying Halo works with Battlefield, okay? You know, they can make a whole Battlefield game set in the Halo universe, and I would fucking dig it. I would too, definitely. Uh, I still stand by, like, they should definitely, like, have, like, tanks. But, like, if they have, like, that enabled setting, then, like, you hop in, then it does, like, all the cosmetic stuff. That'd be cool. Or even if it's just as simple as a skin. Like, you jump into a scorpion tank, and you can get a skin with a grunt on it. Or ornaments, that'd be cool too. Yeah, an ordinance for like a like a tank. You get so many kills. It's like, oh, uh, ordinance ready, and like it drops down that like special <laughs> like addition, and you can just drive over it, and then immediately just like <laughs> clicks on, and then you've got that machine gun piece. How to piss off the Halo community in exactly ten words? Ordinance <laughs> or one ready. word ordinance. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd be cool with that. I mean, I don't know. That's the fun thing about yeah, speculation. Ordinance is kind of fun. Like I thought, I like cool. I like the ordinance. I don't I don't care what anybody says. I like the ordinance. <laughs> Dude, so many awesome, awesome things that I'm excited for. I want to see a lot more uh, like weapon designs. I'm also really excited about like character designs. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. I've always kind of speculated going in, if and especially now seeing like, hey, we have grunt like or like elite like just covenant designs for the toys, but then we're also seeing possibly banished units in the game too. Are we going to be different, getting like different designs in Infinite for different like? fractions are we gonna get different fractions in halo infinite that we have to fight oh fuck imagine covenant banished flood and then we've got like prometheans prometheans and then unsc oh my imagine the large-scale battles you could do with that dude please just teleport me like in the future i want to play (laughs) i know dude it's just so cool you know and it's you know, one of those things where, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm just so excited. I'm just overthinking it right now. But oh. just having the idea like, hey, there's Covenant in this game. But, you know, I don't know if I necessarily like Covenant in this game. So let's bring in some Banish too. And then we got them fighting and we're fighting both of them. And maybe throughout the story, hey, one side shifts with you to fight against Cortana because, well, they don't like you, but they hate Cortana more. So then <laughs> you guys work together. Um <laughs> God, dude, that would be so sick. Just, just having different fractions. The Sword of Sanghelios. I really hope we get more Swords of Sanghelios. Bro, in this game. please do another scene where it's got like RB and Chief doing the back to back again. Please. Hey, and can we get can we get Himike? Uh, what's his name? Um, Dimki Hote. Yeah, Dimki Hote from Halo Five, please. Ooh, uh, he's the he's the grunt uh, on the Sanghelios missions that tells you the story. He's the little fucker who's who's seen the grave mine several times and survived. <laughs> I love how you call him a little fucker. <laughs> he is the little fucker. He's just this little dude. He's just telling stories about things that happen, and you know, there's it's just ridiculous. He I've even brings up the, the like the design changes too. He's like, isn't it weird? You guys look a little bit different earlier, or something like that. <laughs> Me think that we all look a little different. <laughs> Dude, yeah, he says something like that, or there's like different at least. Like he like breaks the fourth wall almost, and like <laughs> winks at the audience, saying, "Yeah, we know we changed the designs, but you know what? That's that's our game, <laughs> dude." I immediately love that grunt. Immediately, Dimki, dude. I would love to see Dim Quixote. You know what? I would really love. Um, Shit because here's the thing: it throughout the Halo games, there's always been just great grunts, but I feel like in Halo Five. The personalities of those grunts in that game, regardless of what you think of the designs of them themselves, I think their personalities were fucking top tier. Their personalities made me giggle, dude. 
I I loved the shit they'd say. Yeah, the shit they say, and they just you know the, the personalities they were given, they were just so fleshed out. I think Dim Quixote is a great uh, example of that. <laughs> but what I would really love to see um, in Halo Infinite, and I think this is actually entirely possible, is to see Ooh. Yap Yap the Destroyer with his little squad or his little army of grunts. <laughs> Yo, because it's canon, you know, it's canon that Yap Yap had another grunt rebellion against the Banished, except for they won and they separated. What? Yeah, what? this is canon. I mean, you could go on Halopedia. It shows like, like, yeah. So you remember that yapping? No. I think last year, the yapping when they took over MCC? Yo. Right, by the way, all those game modes were awesome. They were. Those were my favorite. Hey, please bring those back. I fucking love, I fucking love that. Um, yes. But no, I, I fucking, I would, I, I'm being 100% serious here. I think it's entirely you know, entirely possible, however semi unlikely, that you know, Yap Yap, he wants power. He's got I mean, he's wearing the fucking Prophet of Truth's crown on his fucking head, okay? <laughs> so he's wearing that, he, you know, he sides up with Dim Quixote and they have discussions or whatever, and you know, Yap Yap doesn't want to give away his power. He's got this army of Ungoy with just huge just a huge amount of them. And, you know, and he doesn't want Cortana taking away that power. So like he he <laughs> he sides with the swords of saying Helios and Dim Quixote is the one who talks is like the middleman between the swords and <laughs> Yap Yap and they discuss and Dim Quixote like convinces Yap Yap to join their cause. Bro. So you have like a g- army of grunts with you as well. Bro, imagine this scene. So like the arbiter, like the chief, and like they're like, uh we've gotta meet up this uh this the the one they call Yap Yap the Destroyer, and <laughs> and it turns out to be this really big beefy brawling grunt that just waddles up, and he's like, "Oh my god, it's Stolt!" And, he's, <laughs> and like that's just like that's just, Stolt. That's that's just like his bodyguard, <laughs> and then like right behind him we've got Yap Yap, and he's like, "I'm Yap Yap the Destroyer, <laughs> dude!" Oh my gosh. <laughs> Because I, I totally <laughs> forgot. Because do you know who Stolt is? In, yeah, in you, you went over that a little Yeah, bit. he's yeah. like the big fucking grunt that he he went up against a Spartan and he won in a hand-to-hand combat <laughs> or fight. He won, and it's heavily theorized that that was Fred oh who he God. went up against. And Fred oh, just imagine, won a minute. Imagine just a single line, and he's like, oh, that bastard or something like that. Dude, imagine like that's a big fucking grunt, and I think that's the one that one against fred <laughs> or so i'm like hey don't you recognize that guy and fred's like uh <laughs> i don't talk about it Grunt just nods. stolt just fucking nods but dude like imagine that like it's like halo infinite turns into a game where you got to get these fractions you got to get the swords of sang helios um you got to get all this army together and one of those people that you got to get to fight with you is yap yap and his army because that would be a huge resource like a valuable resource of having that that number with you so like Green legitimately run, dude like like just imagine legitimately having master chief um the arbiter and yap yap just standing all next to each other with an army of different fractions behind them oh my with the God. fucking avengers theme you know blaring <laughs> <laughs> okay that, that might be a little too much but i do think it's possible to see uh, yap yap in this game i really do oh my god that whole like few minutes we just had there were probably the best few minutes of my life up until infinite comes out <laughs> yeah right 
Oh, dude, what I would give, what I would give to get Yap Yap in a in a mainline game. Like oh, you don't even man. know, brother. You don't even know. Oh, you you and your grunts. I I love it. I love but it, man. I, I man, love I love grunts. They're they're just they're so special. And I think uh, Yap Yap is going to beat the fuck out of Cortana. Um, I'd be okay if uh, Yap Yap was uh, the main character of Halo Infinite. Dude, I was just <laughs> I love the 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 picture that um it shows you and the grunt like doing the same pose and there's like a jackal next to you that that was a picture taken at um outpost. I oh, yeah. was going to screenshot it and say find the differences between the two photos and then in the comments I was going to go ahead and um put they're literally the same photo. <laughs> they're the same photo. <laughs> like that office meme. Like the office meme. Yeah, dude. Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, I don't know I and I think you know, actually being serious about that, though, I do think it's possible to see, you know, Yap Yap either be an enemy fraction or a friendly fraction. Just because, I mean, they built that up in Halo Wars 2, not necessarily the campaign, but like in the background lore. I mean, that's a canon thing that happened. God, Why imagine not? if he just like, he's just like, I'm no one, Steve. <laughs> Speaking of vehicles, what have we got to fucking, what have we got to like control a grunt goblin? Oh my Dude, are you kidding God. me? Screw the mantis. Okay. Nobody wants that thing. We want the grunt no. goblin. No yep, 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 yep. Give me the grunt goblin. I don't care. I will use that thing in every game. I don't care. Oh my god. Please tell me you can puss bag with one of those. Why not? Even better. You just insult everything you touch. Oh my god, dude. Dude. I would love that. I'm sorry. I just the grunts. God, Yap Yap is such a great character. I would love him and Dimiki Yote or Dimki Yote um and Stolt. I would love Stolt. I think he's a he's a character we know so little about yet he's so interesting to me. I would love to know more. Dude, I remember that when you first told me about Stolt and I remember I was just I was crying cuz like I was just like this is real and you're like this is real. This is dude, it's fucking real and it's like heavily theorized that it's it's uh Fred that he fights. <laughs> it is and it's just like wouldn't that be just be so fucking funny? And the thing about Stolt is he he is biologically bigger than most grunts. He's a big <laughs> guy. And if you think about fighting a grunt, I mean they're bigger than us. I mean one would stand up almost as tall as us and they're fucking thick, dude. T-H-I-W-T. They got an exoskeleton. Yeah, they got an exoskeleton too. Yeah, so if like if, uh, if able one to take punches. Oh yeah, dude. Here's the thing: if a grunt punched you in the chest, he would probably shatter your 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 ribs into your heart and your lungs. Okay, oh, shit, that's crazy. I mean, I mean, really though, they probably would. So, please, get, I, can we have uh, melee animations for grunts? Please, so that way they can melee us. Can, can oh, grunts melee and actually do damage to maybe not to you, but necess- necessarily, but even marines and stuff? That'd I would like cool. to see do a little bit of damage, like something. That way, it's like if you get surrounded by a lots of grunts, then yeah, you could get oh beat yeah, fucked to death. They'll just hit you, and if it doesn't work, you they can't get away. They'll pull out their fucking grenades and suicide it. Oh my god! Imagine how much harder that game would be if you were on legendary. I would love it. I would be. It would be a pain, but I would love it. Also, uh, I noticed. Uh, I I think we went over, went over this last podcast is uh, like not last podcast, but a previous podcast uh, where there was this glitch where a grunt would hop into a vehicle in Halo Three, and they were like Terminators. They would like come after you and they'd kill you like all like every fucking time. We need to have that as a skull where like grunts are harder. 
Dude, give uh, we need a skull where grunts uh, replace all the enemies in the game. Um, and there are some grunts that are like hunter grunts. They would have like huge like arms <laughs> and shit and come at you. Got giant. They like cannons. walk with their arms because they're so swole. <laughs> I'd call those chads, dude. <laughs> the chatty grunt. The Chad grunt. Oh my gosh. Chad yap. Chad. Oh my God. Chad yap. Oh my goodness. I love it. Chad yap. That's a thing. That's a new meme. We're doing that. Okay. I'm going to get in my, uh, I'm going to go into my photo editing and and, and make one of those. Oh, oh my God. God. Also, can we please make Chuck? Like, cause I love the new Jackal looks. We need to have Chuck to make a comeback. Dude, Chuck the Jackal. Like Chuck the sniper. Fuck Chuck. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so epic no dude but i mean in all seriousness no i i mean these are things like halo infinite's in a whole new engine there's so many different things they can do with it i can see the possibility of even post lots content having yap yap come in or something i think that would be phenomenal um and i would love to see like anything like that oh yeah dude like absolutely like i would love to see like yap yap or just like more grunt stuff please i mean yeah i think in my opinion um the grunts in halo are some of the best um actually the best enemy faction in my opinion not necessarily the toughest obviously but i think they're very important to what makes halo fun they give you that element of humor they give you the element of having an easier enemy to kill that would still kill you. Um, and I really hope that they're used just as well in Halo Infinite as they were in the previous games. Dude, I I still stand by that grunts are my favorite enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, besides Flood, Flood's really up there. Like, can I seriously a, do love the Flood. Can we get a Flood grunt, please? Like, how long? can happen, though, the exoskeleton. All the come on, you you shoot a grunt open, they could get inside of the wound. I would I'd almost imagine it'd be hard to like deform though because of like the exoskeleton. Like that's why I thought um, it'd be kind of cool to see though. Well, wouldn't it be cool if like it was trying to infect it, so you got like half infected grunts trying to kill you or something, and that would kind of be the thing of the grunts. Like maybe they're not that much. Ooh. Um, but then again, I mean, anything could happen. Maybe they're mutated flood. They can, they have, you know, they can just go right through the exoskeleton with no issue. Who knows? Damn. The Flood would be great to bring back. I'm sorry. I love the Flood. Uh, I love the Flood a lot. The library in Halo Comedy <clears throat> Evolve. I fucking love that level. I cannot to wake, I cannot wait to make it like, to have them make it like where it's terrifying. Oh, absolutely. And just think about it, dude. Just think about it. By the time um, our next podcast comes out, we could be talking about brand new Halo Infinite news and new gameplay. Think dude. about that for a second. That's next week, dude. Bro, I have work off too. Oh, you lucky bastard. Oh my god, I could stay up and be like, yes! I mean, who knows? It, it could just be an Xbox event where they show off the console. That's fine too. We Maybe get more info on that. And then maybe Halo Infinite news comes in June. But you know it's possible. Dude, anything's possible at this point. Honestly, and I like, think- if it's just Xbox news, I would still be very happy because I'm really, really excited for the next gen. Oh, I am too. And, you know, I think as of May 1st, anything beyond there, I think it is extremely possible for actual Halo Infinite news. Obviously, through April this year, 
the chances of us getting news were pretty low and obviously zero at this point. But um, May's looking up. You know what? May's looking pretty good. And you know what? I won't be disappointed if we don't get Halo. Well, I will be, but I won't be like be furious about it. But not like mad. Yeah. Like, hey, you know what? We'll have something. We'll have Xbox stuff to talk about, and that's fantastic. But I think our year of Halo is about to kick off, and with that comes a lot more content from us. Yeah, I know we've been uh, looking to potentially uh, start streaming. Yeah, so um, we're going to be setting up some streaming stuff through Mixer. Um, we will let you guys know kind of what's going on through that on social media. And if we get that up and going, we'll, we'll, we'll let you guys know. Uh, we're going to be start streaming the Halo games and the FPS games in canonical order. So Halo Reach 1, 2, ODST 3, 4, 5. Um, and then hopefully by the time we finish 5 and John finishes Halo Wars 2, we'll be getting Halo Infinite. So, you know, it's coming. And it's almost I'm, here. Uh, we're, we're close. I'm ready. How I'm about so you? <clears throat> I was just about to say that. I'm not even kidding. I was like, I'm ready. Then I was like, hold on, I gotta clear my throat. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I, I still like. um I still love when um someone got Steve Downs to save that line over uh at Outpost. That was just awesome. That was that whole cool. experience was great. Like that like some of it was eh, but it's like it's the first time they've done something like this in a good while. Like, of course it's not gonna be perfect, but man, was it damn near that. Like, man, I don't even know. I can't think of anything that was met in Halo Outpost, at least with my personal experience, because I know me and you had you know a little bit different experiences. But for me, Halo Outpost was probably, aside from uh, getting married for uh, reasons, um, obviously, I think Halo Outpost was the, probably the greatest weekend of my life, aside from getting married. That was just ridiculous. And I would, I am dying for 2021 to go to another event like that. A Halo Fest, Halo Outpost... I don't care. I want to go again. Yeah, and yeah, I know that you and I, um, when we before we even realized that um, 2020s was not going to happen, uh, and thank God it didn't because of the whole um, COVID thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that we, you and I, were very greatly uh, planning on going again together because, like, last time we just like met up, just said what's up, kind of like hung out every now and again. Like th- this time, we actually plan on like doing a lot of it together. Yeah, I know um, with whatever, you know, if it's Halo Outpost, Halo Fest, both, I don't care. <laughs> um, you know, I know we want to go together and I know we're going to, you know, we're going to have a hell of a lot of fun. And I really like how much that brings the community together. I've never felt so relaxed in public before. Like I could just go tap on anybody's shoulder and be like, hey, you like grunts? And they'll be like, hell yeah, I like grunts. Then we can talk about the fucking rebellion, the grunt rebellion. Hell yes. Uh, that actually happened in line on the way to meet um, Frank O'Connor and um, God, what's his name? Frank O'Connor and uh, one of the writers. Um, we were on the way to meet him and we just talked about the grunt rebellion. And it was just such an amazing experience. I would really love to uh, spread more grunt truth to people through that means. <laughs> yes, we will be the, um, ooh, the missionaries of the grunt news. <clears throat> You'll be the Spartan, I'll be the Grunt, and together we'll become the greatest team ever. <laughs> we already are. There we go. We already um, are. I agree. I agree. Yeah, man. And just... Oh, man. I'm just thinking about it. Like, with Halo Infinite coming out soon, um, I really think this community is going to get a lot better together. Um, we're going to... 
finally have something to look forward to where we're not always talking about the same things on Twitter. Uh, yeah, about the I same art style debates. I'm excited, dude. I really think uh, Halo Infinite's going to deliver. I'm, in fact, I'm. I have more faith in Halo Infinite than I have most games, um, and I really appreciate that they're taking taking it close to the chest um, <clears throat> to kind of you know kind of set expectations in a way where we're not overhyping the game, but we're being. You know, when they're ready Just to right. show us, yeah, when they're ready to show us, what they're showing us is legit. We're not getting any, uh, bullshit. Any, yeah. yeah, any, any, uh, you know, mis- misinformation about it. So I'm really excited. And if we get this information in the next week, you know, me and John are going to be there to cover that because we are all over it. We hope you like hearing our voices because you're going to hear it a lot more as soon as there's news. <laughs> yeah, once we get into Halo hype season, which is basically going to be the last half of 2020 regardless, if it comes out in May, June, or July, um, or we get news between then, that's when Halo hype season begins, fellas. And I know we are gonna, we're going to be stepping up our game here and truly providing some truly awesome Halo content. Man, I'm, I just want to state I love Halo so much. It is a, it is a, a lifestyle. <laughs> Halo is a lifestyle, dude. It is the great, probably the, the greatest franchise I've ever experienced is Halo. And I think a great thing about Halo is that it's not just a video game. The great thing that 343 has done with Halo, and you know, you can criticize them all they want for their games, but one thing they have done great is expanding Halo. You know, there's, there's like 26 novels for Halo that are all canon that you can read about this, the, the series and get into the lore. Um, you've got movies, live action and anime for you anime lovers out there. You've got, um, you know, all these collections of toys and stuff that you can get into. And even more on the way. And an audio series, Hunt the Truth. Fucking fantastic shit. That was great. Um, that was seriously such a wave of emotions that I had. Yeah, I would love... Yeah, man, I think... Uh, you know, Halo, Halo is special, and I think three four three are really, truly going to deliver um, for Halo Infinite. Like I said, I'm not like nervous at all. Like I think they're going to be doing a great job. Yeah, man, absolutely. And you know that had me thinking a little bit um, because I know we're going to Halo Infinite, and Cortana being the villain from Halo Five, you know, isn't the uh, maybe isn't the most preferred enemy but i am kind of curious to see what they do with that but i was kind of curious john you know with all these all the halo games that you've played through um what was kind of your favorite antagonist so far of the halo of the halo saga and what do you kind of want to see um from an antagonist over in halo infinite whether it's cortana or maybe a hidden one or a new fraction or something yeah you know what um so honestly like i'm sure you saw this coming uh halo 2 is me like my all-time favorite game i go back and play that all the time i honestly think it's a masterpiece like i think it's literally the best i agree with you honestly um honestly i loved the enemy like tartaros like he was awesome like i seriously just he just felt like such a dick you just see him him fuck up so many things and it's just like once you get him it's like it's so cool like you feel very rewarding but it's also like when i when the game ended for me i felt like there's gonna be so much more after this like there's gonna be a huge 
whole nother side of this. Mm-hmm. This was just one little stepping stone. And that was still like one of the coolest bosses of all time. Now, okay, yeah. I would like to expect from infinite is just something just like, just does not give a damn. Just wants everything to burn. Just fuck it. Like just screw everything. And we have to like try to prevent that. Yeah. So somebody like maybe not Cortana, but like somebody either underneath Cortana or a separate fraction like antagonist that is just pure chaos and he just wants to destroy kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That man, that sounds cool. That kind of sounds actually perfect. I would love to see that. That would be great. I don't want to see him just like come through like, nah, you know what? Screw this. I just want to screw up everything. And like like an actual uh, like boss battle with him. That's actually not like, not like the Warden Eternal, but actually like really engaging and fun. That would be great. I, I'd love it to be like super, super intense. Like I'd love to get to a point where it's like you're getting limited on everything. That would be great. And you know the you know boss battles in Halo don't have a great history, but I do think it is possible to have a good boss battle. And I think uh, you know kind of a like a character like you're mentioning, somebody who just wants to fuck shit up, somebody who's big and brawling, and he he can go toe to toe with Master Chief would be a great boss battle. Man, I'm just, I'm so incredibly hyped and like, I'm ready. I'm ready to just see what, like what's in store for us. And like, I know they're going to be doing an excellent job. Oh yeah. I have no doubts, you know, and my like, and this is kind of leads into what I'm really kind of like, if there's one thing I was hoping for infinite, it's kind of this back in a, it's no secret. You know, the didact from halo four is, probably it might be my all-time favorite antagonist he's just so yes. cool yeah he's um, really cool and i think there's so much more they can do with that character um with the didact and i know it's been confirmed to not be dead by brian reed so you know i would really like and we saw that concept from halo 5 where it has like the defeated didact he's got like a cane and shit he kind of looks like the grim reaper i would love for the return of the didact um, and if, even if he's not necessarily an enemy in Halo Five, maybe he is an ally of the Chief. Kind of what's with what's going on with Cortana. I would love to see the return of uh, the Didact in Halo uh, Halo Infinite. I think there'd be a lot of great juicy story um, to be told with him. Um, I used to actually not like the Didact that much. I used to think he was like, mm-hmm. eh, it's a cool enemy, but like, like. As I got older, I was like, he's really cool. Like, he's a really cool, like, antagonist. Like, super awesome. And, you know, and my favorite thing about the Didact, actually, is how much he has in common with the Master Chief. He's almost the the, the opposite side of the same coin. You know, because, you know, Forerunners, here's a little bit of lore here for you. So the Forerunners back in, you know, when they recited the universe, when they were the Guardians of the Universe... Um, they didn't get choices on what to do. It was kind of their destiny. And the didact was selected to be like the warrior. And he's like, I can't remember his exact uh, position, but he was like the commander in chief of the armies. He was the main warrior of the armies. And he didn't get a choice there. You know, he was just kind of, that's what he was put into. Just like the master chief being adopted at uh, six years old and being trained to become the legendary uh, hero that he is. He didn't exactly have that choice. Um, and you know, they have the kind of similar, you know, things with the didact having his wife, the librarian and Cortana having Cortana or not Cortana, <laughs> Master Chief having Cortana and having those tragic endings. Um, and also other possible things going on with librarian that, 
um, I've been reading into. So, yeah, I mean, they are kind of this, you know, they are both super soldiers, the best of their kind in their different times. So it would be really cool to kind of see them come together to, to fight off these new enemies or to even if Didax pulling the strings behind this whole Cortana nonsense, maybe it is him who knows. And he's using Cortana to get the AI away from the humans to kind of get that support away and to toy with blue team and chief to emotionally compromise them and weaken them so that he can focus on uh, taking over the galaxy. Who knows? That would be insane. Oh my, you just put my head in like a total, like different zone. Right, dude. And that's, there's just so much you can do. And Hey, maybe Halo infinite doesn't even feature guy deck. Maybe it's a more basic story. That's okay. But it's fun to speculate. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean like just all that you gave me, I'm just like, wow. Now I have like twice as much more to like wonder about. Dude. It's, I mean, I love Halo lore and there's so many things that have been building up to Halo Infinite ever since 2015. That it's it's kind of hard to get like super detailed, and especially this late in a podcast. But yeah, <laughs> honestly, it is. I think we're in for a treat for Halo Infinite, and I'm excited to see. Hey, maybe next week, maybe by the next time we come out with a podcast, we're talking about Halo Infinite. Oh my gosh, dude! I I would probably cry, like genuinely, because I'm I'm just so ready. Dude, I know, and I think the whole community at this point, we're just begging. We're just, we're just, please give us something. We're, uh, we're a bunch of hungry puppies. We are a just bunch like, of hungry puppies. Please. And, and you know what? I'm ready. I think now is a good time. Now is a good time to pull all their guns. Um, especially, you know, with Microsoft right now, they're kind of in a situation that was unforeseen. Microsoft are in a position where, PlayStation's biggest game this year is kind of compromised. Um, and they're coming out with Xbox news the next week. So they could be in a position to truly capitalize on this and really show off some good shit. Uh, this is going to be insane. It's going to be really interesting. It's going to be insane. I cannot wait. And I really hope the rumors for May 5th are true. Maybe they delay it back a little bit. I don't know. I've just heard the date May 5th. Um, may the fifth be with you. Yes, oh, may the or re, no revenge of the fifth. Revenge of the fifth. What yeah, revenge of the fifth. It's so, uh, may the fourth be with you. Damn it. Yeah. So and be- hopefully, and we don't. I don't think that a date's fully official yet, but that is the biggest rumor I've heard. So let's we'll take a look into that, and if not, we get it later. That's okay. But here's to hoping. <laughs> Dude, if I had a wine glass right now, I'd be tipping that up, saying, "Here's to hoping." I'll tip my root beer right now. Um, I will, um, tip up my super glue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on a lot of just random stuff because this quarantine's got me in a loop. Like, like I mentioned last podcast, I just I got bored and I just bought a 3D printer, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah, once uh, maybe next week you'll have to reveal some of the uh, some of the things you've been working on with that thing. Yes, um, I've actually. Maybe I'll give a little hint. I've been uh, making these really cool rings. Ooh, and I'm uh, maybe. designing a couple of different ones. So uh, the, this one's I didn't design. I just wanted to print them. I did have to touch them up a bit, though. <laughs> yeah, and that's all fair and good. I'm excited to see kind of what you do with that. Um, I know you'll be posting probably once those, those finished products on Twitter, right? Yeah, I'll be um, basically just posting them like, hey, this is what I made. 
Didn't design it, but it's cool. <laughs> a couple, <laughs> I probably will actually be designing a handful of things. So uh, I'll actually put designed by me if it's designed by me. Dude, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. Well, hey, you know, we're, we're kind of approaching about the hour and a half mark here. So I'm thinking it might wow. be good to, to kind of wrap it up just a little bit here. Oh, man. I If I'm being totally honest, didn't think we were anywhere close to that. <laughs> I know that's damn hey anti flies when we're discussing Halo. Yeah, it's truth. I know, like, there's been a couple times where uh, at work uh, we got we didn't get yelled at, but we noticed like, oh, it's been 20 minutes and uh, it's like Christmas season. We really should be getting back to our work. <laughs> Luckily, we don't have to worry about now because uh, it's almost Halo time, baby. Oh man, yeah. I I literally told work like I was like, look, as soon as this comes out. A week a week like full blown i'm not going to be working and oh, depending okay. how long the game is i will maybe extending that to two weeks oh yeah dude i'm i know i'm requesting once we once we get a release date i'm requesting a whole week off pto absolutely big deal yeah. new halo game you know that's not something i sleep on absolutely yeah i'm seriously just gonna be staying up like the whole time just playing like i told my girlfriend i was like look as soon as this comes out i i don't know if you're gonna see me <laughs> don't worry like, it's gonna be me and the game no one else eventually when i beat the game and my other homies beat the game we'll be playing through it together i was like it's that simple dude it's gonna be fantastic um really really excited for halo infinite to come out um but yeah that's it's almost here hopefully get some news hopefully next week i'm gonna cross my fingers oh man i feel like this is like the surprise christmas eve like we may be getting something or it might be like, ah, it's not really Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see. It's going to be interesting. But for the meantime, I wanted to thank, uh, thank everybody who's taking the time to listen to this podcast. Um, I know it's a little bit of a longer one because we kind of did only like a 45 minute interview last, last week. But uh, you know what? It's time to bring Halo back. We're jumping into the Halo hype train again. What do you say, John? I'm ready. <laughs> yeah my boy i'm so ready man i uh, halo hype train it's always here it's always been here may have been you know hidden in the corner for a minute but it's always there and now it's here in the main main track yep so uh get the get ready to rock it's gonna be fantastic thank you guys again for listening we really do appreciate you appreciate your support and we're gonna be delivering a lot more fantastic halo content coming up soon so definitely stay tuned for that Yes, definitely stay tuned. I know we've been uh, itching to do a lot more content, especially since we really, really want to actually start showing off, you know, just like doing gameplay. So we're looking to play through uh, Halo Combat Evolved sometime soon. Uh, Definitely Reach. Mm -hmm. Um, We're looking to play through, I mean, like we heard uh, earlier in the podcast, through all the games. Uh, We've been itching to do um, just, you know, gameplay together, which would be a lot of fun. Uh, I... I'm baffled that it's in like potentially like in a week we might have news. I know dude. And one week, maybe. All right. Well, Hey, you know what? Thanks again, guys for listening. Really appreciate you guys to support, Um, you know, and you know, if you wouldn't mind um, visiting our, my, my new uh, 
you know, writing place here. Um, it's called inf- informedpixel.com. And I'm going to be coming out with an article almost every week, maybe two a week. Um, so it's at informedpixel.com. This week, I'm actually coming out with a new piece on impact from the game designer who we talked with last week. There's a piece coming out for that, him. It should be out by the time this podcast is out. So please check that out. Um, we really want to support them. And um, I really do appreciate anybody who does take the time to read any of those. It means a lot to me. Um, and I do work hard on those. Um, yeah, most definitely, yeah. man. I mean, you work hard on everything. You're an excellent worker, man. Hey, man, likewise. I know you do too. Um, but yeah, and if you guys want to mind just going ahead and checking us out on Twitter, um, the podcast channel is at the Noble Core. John over here is at John the Chief one one seven, and I am at the Grunt forty five hundred. So please give us a follow there. We're going to be giving um, giving you guys more Halo content through there, giving out some news. Um, so definitely stay tuned there. A lot of future stuff on this channel is going to be announced over on that side. And. If you made it to the very end of the podcast, thank you so much for listening all the way through. And please, 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 please be sure to share amongst your friends if you really enjoyed this episode. We're definitely wanting to branch out and uh, get a lot bigger. We're seriously enjoying uh, enjoying this, and we're wanting to build upon this more. And um, yeah, just just work on it all around together because it's it's been an incredible experience so far. Absolutely. With the Halo hype chain coming, we're only going to get more dedicated to this. Expect more episodes. It's going to be great. Oh, man. And um, should I uh, throw a question in? Yes, absolutely. Let's throw the hashtag AskNobleCore question in for next week. All right. So for the question, what weapons would you want to see come back and why? All right. You heard him, folks. Hashtag AskNobleCore. What weapons would you like to see come back for Halo Infinite and why? What are some, what are some reasons why you'd like to see those? Go ahead and tweet us that on Twitter, hashtag AskNobleCore. We will be picking out those answers and answering those next week and going over some great things. Any other questions, feel free to use that same hashtag. We, uh, we want to discuss with you guys. We want your guys' voice in here. Hell yeah, we do. All righty. So, yeah, as always, this has been the NobleCore Podcast. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.